Give the gift of running in seamless comfort. Runderwear is performance underwear that is always super comfortable and chafe-free, made from breathable wicking fibers. Use code GIFT25 to save 25% off at runderwear.com AMR. When you activate your Birdie personal safety alarm with a quick pull, the alarm will emit a loud siren and flashing strobe light to help deter an attack. Right now, She's Birdie is offering our listeners 15% off their first purchase when you go to she'sbirdie.com AMR. Most days, we can all use some help. Make it better help. For 10% off your first month, go to betterhelp.com AMR. Start living a better life today. Welcome to AMR Answers. This is Sarah Bowen Shea. And this is Dimity McDowell. How you doing, Sarah? Uh, I am doing well. I'm doing well. How about you, Dim? Uh, Good. We've got our first snow today. So that feels good. (laughs) It feels good to have a little, excuse me, have a little winter in the winter in the air. Oh, that's funny because I was raking this morning because uh, we have the city provides two leaf pickups. Uh, So you just got to get your leaves and other, I guess, you know, so prunings or whatever into the street by the morning when they've told you they're going to come around and no one else from my family was stepping up. So (laughs) it's my rest day. So I, I do love raking. So I went out there and raked quite a bit this morning. I had to wait for it to get slightly light so I could see where the leaves were. <laughs> you didn't wear your knuckle lights out with your raking. <laughs> I did. That would have been kind of clever, you know? Uh, <laughs> so a shift from last week when I got to be in Austin on business and dim. Oh my goodness. I had the greatest swim while I was there. Oh, Where'd you go? So I have, I've looked up and I talked about this on the regular on the Friday podcast. I think it was with Katie and, um, uh, so I've done a lot of research into the swimming options in, uh, Austin. And so read about deep eddy pool, which is outdoors spring fed. Yes. Like the vodka company, it is not f- filled with vodka, however. Uh, so, so anyway, so Alaska monkeyed with my flight. And so I got in four hours earlier than I originally had planned on. So I had a little bit of time in the afternoon headed over there and oh my gosh, like the locker room is open air. So there's not a full ceiling over it. And then you walk down these um, stone, it's almost like a stone stadium to this pool. And first of all, it's free starting in October, October through March, it's free. I'm like, oh my gosh, tax dollars at work. And so anyway, so it was a sunny afternoon. It was uh, probably mid low seventies. And then the water is a year round 72 degrees, which did not make me squeal when I got in. It was, um, you know, it was, I would call it brisk perhaps, not even chilly. Yeah. 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 It didn't even go in the range of chilly. So, so, um, Anyway, had my own lane for a lot of the time, and but I'd forgotten to wear my Koros. So I was like, oh, you know, I'll just swim. I don't know whether it's 25 yards, 25 meters. I'll just swim 2,000. Whatever it is, I'll swim 2,000 of it. So, um, so swam, swam, swam. You know, the sun, it was lovely to watch it move through the skies. I would turn and, you know, to breathe. And it was just, oh, so refreshing, so invigorating. And then I, when I finally hop out, when I think I've swum 2,000 of yards or meters, whatever it is, um, I talked to a woman who's there and I said, oh, by the way, is this 25 yards or 25 meters? She goes, oh, no, it's 100 feet long. And, and I'm like, <laughs> what? She goes, oh, yeah, it's a little over 33 yards. And it's 
I did the math. Oh, that would be I swam 2,666 yards and wow stuff. <laughs> holy cow were you not like were you like i'm in here forever or you just didn't no even it didn't even you? feel it didn't feel like that at all other than that the sun did move through the sky a fair bit like when i got in my lane was totally in the sun and then by the end it was barely in the sun so i sure. I, I i like an ancient you know uh Mayan or as someone from the Aztec world, you know, I noticed that the sun was moving through my own personal Stonehenge, you know, but um, <laughs> other, other than that, um, no, and my shoulders didn't hurt, you know, I, awesome. I, I mean, I wasn't, I was just out there. I just would um, do what I thought was, I just alternated between, um, I think 300, oh no, 500 free, 200 breaststroke. Nice. So, That's so yeah. cool. Good job. Yeah. Good job. That sounds beautiful. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got yeah. back in the pool with my master's uh, team. Uh, uh -huh. Team is a very, very loose word, but that's the first time I have swam with a group since COVID oh. on um, Saturday. So that was uh, I was I was needing a little uh, a little kick in the speedo, to, <laughs> to be honest, you know, like I was having a hard time getting to the pool. Um, uh -huh. And then, you know, and so I, I think we talked about it. I was in that swim member program. That, oh, yeah. Um, Liz yeah, and yeah, Jen yeah. put on, you know, and um, so I did that kind of, I kind of lost momentum once I left Rancho La Puerta just because it was so easy at Rancho <laughs> yeah. La Puerta. And yeah, so beautiful. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Um, Nothing and, quite uh, compares. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so then I, and then, and then November ended and I was like, oh, okay, Dimity, let's go. You know, so I'm like, what am I, what do I need? What do I need <laughs> right now? I need some accountability. I need someone to tell me what to do, all mm -hmm. that kind of thing. So, so I went, so it was good. It was good. I, uh, I, I shared a lane, um, with this nice woman, Nancy, who had on a, um, a, a Christmas themed suit. Oh, um, fabulous. I, I love it when they, when people do that. So, and so afterwards I was, um, it was a good swim and I was like, okay, I need a new swimsuit. I finally need a new swimsuit. So, um, cause the lining of mine was, uh, really breaking down and I would get out of the water and I'd have like these black threads around my, <laughs> wrapped around my upper thigh. And I'm like, okay, it, I know that it's just, it's just black. It just doesn't look doesn't look super great. <laughs> oh my goodness. So it's, it's like, uh, instead of joy to the run, it's joy to the swim. You need it's it. Joy to <laughs> swim. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm going to go in the, so my new swimsuit is kind of, um, it was slim pickings at the store that I went to shopping local. Oh, so I got nice. a, mm -hmm. it's kind of candy cane colored. Um, so I'm like, okay, well I'll go tomorrow. So I'm going to break it in tomorrow again. So I haven't been back since. So a week later, I'll, go, I'll bring my new suit. <laughs> oh my gosh. You swim on Saturdays. I pickleball on Sundays. That's how we roll. <laughs> that's how you go yeah <laughs> all right well um keeping with that a, a theme here um uh holly is curious about race time prognostication hi badass mothers this is holly calling from ann arbor michigan and i'm calling about i have a question about using a mid um training cycle race to predict your final race the the, the big race the big goal race so I'm asking this pretty late in the in the game. You probably won't be able to answer it before my race because my race is this Sunday. I'm running the marathon in Detroit on October 17th. But um, mid-cycle, I ran a half marathon, and I squeaked in uh, at under 150. And um, as it turns out, if I managed to keep that same pace for the marathon, I would um, I would qualify for Boston and with with some wiggle room too. So I would hopefully not only qualify, but be able to actually run it for my age group. I'm 47. So I'm just wondering, 
as a gut check how crazy that is to think that I could run the full marathon at the end of the training cycle, what I ran the half marathon about halfway through. And I'll say for the half, I obviously didn't taper, and, um, you know, I, I was in the middle of pretty heavy training. Uh, but I, I hit it pretty hard. I didn't um, – I mean, I, I probably gave about 80 to 85% for the half. So just wanted a little gut check, um, and even if I don't hear it by the time I run the race, I will uh, still listen with interest and see if um, if you're – you know, if my experience matches with your answer. Um, so thanks for everything and have a great week. So yes, had to lead for, with a question from Holly to be seasonally appropriate. <laughs> very good. Very good. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Are we, we going to have a uh, call from mistletoe next? Or? <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Um, so before, um, you know, we give Holly a what and why answer coach Dimity, I'd like to share some conventional wisdom, which may or may not be out of date. Um, but you know, that you can typically figure out your marathon finish time. At least this is what I've always been told. Um, you can fin- figure out your marathon finish time by taking a recent half marathon time, doubling it and adding 10 minutes, because as anyone who has run a half marathon and a marathon knows, um, Marathon is not just twice a half marathon. The math, yes, it seems that that's what it is, but um, that's voodoo math because it's not something happens when you double that distance. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, that's that's a good like rule of thumb, I think. It, it depends. I mean, so much depends. And, and that's what's hard about the race calculators on the internet is like, mm-hmm. yes, okay, so if you are perfectly trained and you're not overtrained or undertrained, if you know how to run a marathon, if you... Um, fuel well, if the weather cooperates, if it's not too hilly. Like, I mean, there's so many things that come into play that, you know, it's hard to be like, yes, it's exactly double plus 10 or double plus 15. Or, you know, I was reading up on this question too. And sometimes you multiply it by like 2.01. And sometimes people do it by like 2.7. And I mean, so if you put uh, Holly's 150 uh, half marathon in um, and it spits, you know, depending upon where you are, it could be anywhere from like a 347 to a 355. Um, And that's, again, depending on a good day, like maybe her IT band talks to her and it's a fourth of 50. You know, you just never know, obviously. So um, but that is generally you can't just double it. And also you have to really have, you know, to be able to run at that race calculated pace that, you know, that they spit back. You've got to have pretty much ideal conditions. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And also it depends on, you know, how motivated she's feeling that day, how, you know, fired up she's feeling. And so to that end, Holly left a follow-up voicemail still pre-race. So I want to play that. Hey, Sarah, this is Holly calling back from Ann Arbor. This is just a quick message. Um, I wanted to share with Dimity um, because I wanted to thank her for um, sharing over the last training cycle when she was preparing for the aqua bike she shared her experience really um, uh, uh, candidly about deciding to race with a capital R, and um, that really spoke to me, and um, I just thought it was really brave. Excuse me. So I wanted to thank you both for that because um, I'm going to go for it <laughs> on Sunday, and I've always had the funny voice like Dimity talked about, and my voice has always said, you know, come on, who do you think you are? Um, but I'm not going to listen to that voice. I've got some some other things that I'll be listening to. And part of it, um, a big part of it is because of 
proximity and, and the candor um, and vulnerability that she showed in sharing her experience. Um, so, Dimdi, I watched your race with, uh, you know, your race results with, with delight and congratulations. You kicked ass. So, thank you for sharing the journey with us and um, I'll let you know how it goes on Sunday. Okay, thanks. Bye. And uh, yeah, you, I got to hear that. Um, Sarah, you sent that one directly to me uh, before this podcast recording. And I started tearing up just because, mm-hmm. gosh, you just, you know, you just don't know the uh, effects of what you do can have on somebody else. And it doesn't have to be in a podcast situation. It could be mm-hmm. a kind smile at the grocery store. It could be a hug to a kid who needs it in your kid's class, whatever. I mean, it's not necessarily, you know, being all like social media platformy. It's just... Your actions matter, right? And so, yeah, me putting myself out there, I mean, that was, you know, that was a little vulnerable. I mean, I think I felt I felt pretty confident in that I knew that I had done the training and that I knew I just had to adjust my mindset, which was harder than I anticipated it being. But um, but I'm glad that it, it ricocheted down to Holly and she was motivated to go for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And definitely when I listened to that message from Holly. I was reminded, Dimity, of what you so often have told me over the years of the importance of being vulnerable and, and giving voice to your thoughts. Because, um, you know, I know that, uh, you know, someone like me who seems to have a, a sizable slash healthy sports ego, you know, you were always being like, you know, Sarah, if you have doubts, it's important to share those and, you know, make people realize that it's, you know, you don't think, oh yeah, I'm going to go in there and, and, you know, crank out this race and, you know, that type of thing. Um, so that's a lesson you have taught me over the years. So I'm grateful for that. And, and Holly's message reminded me of that. And, um, so good to have a reminder. Well, thanks. Thanks. And I mean, that's what we, I mean, you know, the thing that I often think about when I, you know, I mean, we started back with run like a mother, right. You know, and I started talking about postpartum depression before, before Brooke Shields even did. Okay. So like, I feel like, I, you know, I another was, tall I, brunette. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Exactly. So, you know, um, and not that I'm, I'm not make you know, we're not making fun of it or anything, but I do feel like if you're going through it, somebody else is too, right. It's mm-hmm. not, you know, I think sometimes we think of ourselves as these unicorns, as, you know, people who, um, you know, I, only I have this thought or only I feel this way. And in mm-hmm. fact, you know, I mean, I remember one one of the things that sticks in my mind um, when I think we interviewed Kara Goucher and she was talking about wearing sunglasses in a race because she just doesn't want to make eye contact, right? She's just mm-hmm. like, um, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, the pro runners have it too, right? Mm-hmm. And, but mm-hmm. but you wouldn't know it because mm-hmm. we project these stories onto them about what it's like, you know, and how mm-hmm. fast they go and how good they must feel. Mm-hmm. And in fact, you know, we're all human. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I followed up with Holly from her original message about the, you know, okay, so she ran um, uh, a 150 half and then she was running Detroit Marathon and she wanted to qualify for Boston. I'm like, oh, I gotta know. Like I have to know. <laughs> Inquiring um, minds, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so uh, so bear in mind that when I, you know, when you call in, if you call from your cell phone, it means that I am able to text you. Um, so reach out to her and Dim, I wanted to read this to you. Um, Hi, Sarah. I'm thrilled to hear from you. I ran it in 348 and change. And then she oh. says she did actually call back. Um, the upshot is that I squeaked into a BQ. She had to run under 350 and assumed I was done. But surprise, exclamation point. Every qualifier was accepted into Boston this year. So I'm gearing up for another training cycle. And then she does a smiley face and one of the goofy face emojis. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. I, 
congratulations oh, holly i mean that's 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 great i mean and look at that like yeah i said you know the they went from 347 to 355 and she ran a 348 yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah so that's impressive yeah and so then so then she and i had a little bit of text back and forth she said um uh i said my question to you though you thought you might be able to run 340 yes meaning 150 times two and she said, well, that was my rather ill-advised moonshot. So the answer to my question, is it reasonable for me to try to hit the same pace in a full marathon that I hit in a half marathon was, and then all uppercase letters, nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, and I guess she has, she lives in Ann Arbor. She has a really great group of bammers and, um, yeah. So she, as she said in another text that she has, um, I have dimity to blame. I mean, thank for the fact that I get to run Boston in April and then it's a smiley face and a heart emoji. Oh, yay. Um, yay. Yeah, well, congratulations, yeah. Holly. And, and to be clear. So, you know, if Boston is not a race with a capital R for you, that's okay too. You know, like you don't, mm -hmm. I think that sometimes we get put into these boxes, like, okay, I'm always going to be a middle of the pack runner. That's just going to be happy to finish. Like, mm -hmm. okay, but what if you wanted to step out of that once, right? Mm -hmm. Holly stepped out of that, did something great. If she wants to go to Boston and take a picture every half mile because she's in Boston. Awesome. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like it doesn't have to be, you, you don't have to just be on one road. You can, mm -hmm. I mean, there's so mm -hmm. many chapters and that's what I feel like is so fun about being mm -hmm. an athlete at this age is that you can, every, every race can be a different adventure. Yeah. 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 A, a new chapter spoken like a true writer, Dimity. Uh <laughs> <laughs> In more than a decade of TMI Tuesday updates on our Facebook page, there's no more hot button issue than running underwear. Gals divide resolutely into the commando camp versus the undies coalition. I was a diehard commando runner until I discovered Runderwear. Runderwear is the original performance underwear for running. Runderwear's mission is to eliminate the discomfort caused by ill-fitting underwear, you know what I'm talking about, and to create seamless performance running underwear, base wear, and socks that are supremely comfortable, moisture wicking, and chafe free. Did you get that? Chafe free. Chafing is my nemesis, and I find that with each passing year, another part of me is bedeviled by my skin being rubbed raw. Well, when that started happening near my lady bits, I knew I needed a solution. Runderwear to the rescue. In winter weather, it's time to try Runderwear's Merino wool products. These incredibly soft beauties just won best running underwear in outside buyer's guide. There are two styles of Merino undies, brief and hipster. My favorite style of Runderwear is the incredibly comfortable running thong. Give the gift of running in seamless comfort. For a limited time only, use code GIFT25 to save 25% off at runderwear.com slash AMR. That's GIFT25 to save 25% off at runderwear.com slash AMR. Let's hear it for the winter solstice. Just one more week until the days start getting longer again. Woohoo! Yet most of us will still be running in the dark for many months to come. Heavy sigh. With Birdie, you can put in your miles with added peace of mind. Birdie is a personal safety alarm designed to be easy to carry and simple to use. A Birdie is the size and shape of a regular keychain, yet when you activate your Birdie with a quick pull, the alarm emits a loud 130 decibel siren and flashing strobe light to help deter an attack. While I haven't tested the alarm, my dog and neighbors might never forgive me, I do know that 130 decibels is as loud as a jet plane flying 100 feet overhead. Unlike pepper spray or other deterrents, Birdie is no danger to you. Feel confident to use it without the worry. Birdie goes where you do. The alarm comes in an array of colors and has a brass keychain, so you can attach it to your keys or bag. It stows easily in the pocket of your running tights or jacket. 
Now that I run solo all but one morning per week, Birdie makes me feel confident as I run the streets of inner Portland. Right now, She's Birdie is offering our listeners 15% off their first purchase when you go to she'sbirdie.com AMR. Go to she's Birdie, spelled S-H-E-S-B-I-R-D-I-E dot com slash AMR for 15% off your first purchase. She's Birdie.com slash AMR. Later on in this episode, Dimity and I talk about the importance of being vulnerable, of putting yourself out there, of revealing your goals and going for them. Alas, all of that is sometimes easier said than done. But with the help of BetterHelp, living life like that can be put into action. With BetterHelp, you can start communicating with your own licensed professional therapist in less than 48 hours. BetterHelp is affordable, convenient, and professional. You get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions and send a message to your counselor at any time. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It was really important to me when I was first using the service, as was knowing that BetterHelp offers a broad range of licensed professional counselors who specialize in a wide range of issues, including but not limited to depression, stress, anxiety, anger, grief, trauma, and sexual gender identity. I found it incredibly helpful to have BetterHelp sessions to work through issues that arose during the last two years and admitting to friends and family that I need support. BetterHelp helped me work through my issues and help myself. Start living a happier life today. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com AMR. Join over 1 million people who've taken charge of their mental health. That's betterhelp.com AMR for 10% off your first month. Betterhelp.com AMR. Thanks, BetterHelp. Yeah. All right. Well, this is Amy looking to support running buddies as they train for a marathon in cold weather. Hi, Sarah and Dimity. This is Amy from Maryland. And I called before. I actually called to find out how to meet some running friends. And thanks to your good advice a few years ago, I have found my tribe. So I'm calling back again because my friends are, we're heading into colder weather and they're getting ready to run a marathon. And they've been training really hard. I'm not running a marathon with them. And so I was wondering what advice you had for friends supporting their friends running marathons. I usually max out around 10 to 12 miles that I'll run with them. But I was wondering what creative ideas or what things I could do as I help them in the colder weather and with their longer friends runs. Thanks for all the ideas. Love your show. Talk to you. Bye. Well, so yay, Amy, we're so glad our tips to help you find running friends worked. <laughs> good on us, Dimity, for giving good advice. Um, Might so, be our best, our best advice going. We're, we're good at those kind of questions. Don't ask us. We're like, oh yeah, sure. 150 half marathon. Sure. That's a 340 marathon. No problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so as I kind of indicated, I was, uh, you know, feeling in a texty mood when I compiled questions. So I texted Amy and that she said that her friend's usually start long weekend runs at five 30 in the morning. Um, and, wow. um, and that the friends are training for the Miami marathon in February. And I just thought, because I wanted to know, you know, she mentioned the cold weather and I sort of want to know, well, are they, I don't think there's any cold weather, you know, marathons in, in January or February, but maybe there are. Maybe um, there are. Yeah, so, sure. so it's not about getting acclimated to the 
to the weather. If, if anything, you know, they should be running in five layers. So they get used to I being I was just about to say, hot. well, the best thing that she could do is like set up like treadmills in the sauna for them. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and then, and then, uh, yeah. And then, you know, help them hydrate afterwards. But no, seriously, Amy, that's very cool that you are um, thinking about supporting your friends. As we all know, uh, you know, those friendships on the road are so deep. And mm-hmm. then when, and when someone's in the middle of a training cycle, like something for a marathon that is long, you know, to step in, support them, be a part of it, even though you're not going to be at the finish line is, uh, it's just really special and kind. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. And, um, she also told me in a text that they do their midday, I'm uh, sorry, midweek runs. They start at four 30 or four 45. And so she said, um, that those early start times is a big reason why she's not doing training for the marathon because she values her sleep a little more. Um, <laughs> so, so anyway, to Amy's question. So, um, I've, I've done 14 marathons. And so, you know, when I think about people that have helped me, I would say, ask friends, the people who are training for that, um, at what point in their long, they, they want you to join them because my first thought was, Oh, well, of course they, you know, you join them for the second half cause they'll be tired and, and, you know, they'll get to look forward to the distraction. Well, maybe they want Amy to be there for the first 10 to 12 miles when they're just warming up literally. And it might be darker. It definitely would be darker at five 30 in the morning. And, um, you know, or if their race plan demands, um, you know, race pace embedded miles from mile seven to 12, then, and you can match their faster pace with fresh legs, then hop in then, or if they are, you know, if they do need that encouragement and entertainment for the second half, or there's a windy exposed part of their run course, whatever it is. So let them choose. And I think, um, you know, cause you have the quote unquote easier job of it that you have to quote unquote only run 10 to 12 miles. Yeah. That said, I will say there is a new dawn when the sun comes up. Having been out in, um, you know, well, you have too, I'm sure. I mean, a lot of us probably have, but I'm just thinking about like when I used to pace a couple ultras and, um, you know, done a couple things where like you've been out for a while and when the sun comes up, it just gives you new energy. So I think there's something about those first couple miles in the dark being there and getting their spirits high and then letting the sun come up. And then my idea is do that and then head off, do a, like a hot chocolate run and come back and meet them at the end with, you know, some nice hot chocolate or a latte or banana bread or whatever they're in the mood for, you know, kind of be their, um, their, uh, DoorDash. <laughs> make some go home, bake some superhero muffins. Exactly. Bring, bring exactly. them fresh out of the oven, bring them back. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. So I had kind of a nutty idea, but um, if the friends end up having to do their training on a treadmill, if it's feasible, Amy could keep them company as they run there either. Like, you know, so if they're using a treadmill at the gym and, and Amy has access to it as well, she could put in some miles on an adjacent treadmill or if it's in their basement or garage, Amy could just go and hang out and gab with them while they run. I mean, yeah, that's a little odd, but, um, you know, I'm sure they'd appreciate the live company instead of Hulu or HBO. You know? Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and some other off the road things that you could do, Amy, since you're so good at taking our suggestions, um, <laughs> is, I mean, definitely like an aid station type thing, right? If they're out for their 20 miler and you know their route, you could go and cheer them on along the way with some posters and some, you know, some new goos or some different flavors. What's that? Cowbells. Some cowbells. Sure, sure. The other thing is I remember, um, you know, running during the winter time, my gloves 
often, you know, you're this, this is weird combination of being cold and sweaty at the same time. Yes. Right. And, you know, it's, and then you, your nose is runny. So maybe your gloves are all snotty and <laughs> like maybe you meet them with like fresh gloves or fresh oh. ear warmer or something like that halfway through or, That's you know, thoughtful. Yeah. 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 Dry, dry socks. Uh-huh. Dry socks. Yeah. Uh-huh. Although then you have to take off your shoes and like sit on the yeah. ground. I'm just thinking about easy, easy. Yeah. Not you know, she could to... bring a, she could bring a lawn chair, you know, a little <laughs> umbrella. Exactly. Exactly. And then the other thing, again, going back to the fact that marathon training schedules get a little, I mean, any any training plan, you know, you kind of hit that that mid patch and you're like, ah, I can't see in either direction. I can't remember how excited I was when I start and I can't remember how excited I will be as I get closer to the real starting line. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like have a like fun party at your house or something like a foot care party like where you could do like a soaking <laughs> foot bath thing and rub some good lotions on maybe paint your toenails give each other uh-huh. pedicures uh-huh. you know watch the new sex in the city whatever it's called that i don't know be, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but just you know just have like a fun a fun time about it or um you know just acknowledge i think the biggest thing is um i know we endurance athletes we like to talk a lot about our training and, <laughs> and, um, you know, and be like, Oh, I've got a 20 miler tomorrow morning or whatever. But I think it also, you know, part of that, uh, mirroring it back to them, like acknowledging how much work they're doing, what are their goals for the marathon? Um, the other thing too, that I've gotten before that feels really good is like a care package as oh, you head yeah. off into, mm-hmm. you know, so as something for the plane, you know, a people magazine and peanut M&Ms and whatever, <laughs> you know, whatever, you know, that they like, you know, that, just a little, that's, that's called the Dimity care pack. <laughs> yeah. That's the Dimity one. Yeah. Yeah. Although the people magazine, not so much anymore. Cause I don't know any celebrities anymore. So. Oh, it's so true. It's so true. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know who these people are, but put, put, put Brooke Shields back on the cover and I can, I can identify, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, just a fun care package. So, you know, or maybe something to open up at the end of the race for them. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. lots of ways and it doesn't have to be, you know, extravagant or super expensive. It's just more like, hey, you know, funny cards. I was thinking of you kind of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, another mother runner named Sarah who uh, used to live here in Portland. She gave me a really sweet care package before I went to Boston for the first time. And included in that was um, one of those little... Um, pretty much disposable ponchos, rain ponchos that come in a little packet dim. That's maybe like, yay big. Sure. And, um, and I didn't need it. So I still have that rain poncho from 2012, just because to me, it sums up how thoughtful and considerate somebody was. Sure. And, uh, you know, I'm sure if I opened it, it would probably disintegrate. But... I was about to say, it's probably going to be like a, a hunk of something, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's either, it's either merged onto itself or it's disintegrated into dust one or the other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but good luck to your friends, Amy, and have fun training with them and supporting them. Cause that's, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Well, those are some great questions and some great comments. So anytime you want to call and just say I've inspired you, feel free. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but we love, we do love all kinds of questions, all stripes of questions. So give us a call at 470-BADASS-1, 470-223-2771. Leave your first name and where you're calling from, keeping your message to about 60 seconds or less. Yep. And we now include that number in the show notes. So you can always find it there. Um, and please write a quick review about our podcast wherever you listen. And we hope you'd give us a five-star rating. We really appreciate it. And it helps new listeners find our shows. So keep those questions coming. We are here with answers, inspiration, and maybe a really old brain punch. <laughs>